Mike McCarthy is staying as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. We have been getting your reaction for the last hour-ish since the news has broken. Triple Eight, say ESPN. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I am Amber Wilson. Adam Schefter is the one, of course, who broke this news for us. The ESPN NFL insider was on our show earlier. Here's his reaction to the Cowboys sticking with McCarthy. The more time went on, the more you thought this is possible. Like, if Jerry Jones was going to make a change, he was going to do it right away, I would think. And he didn't. He didn't do it Sunday night. He didn't do it Monday. He didn't do it Tuesday. He didn't do it today. Well, later in the day, and I think with each moment that passes, there is a situation where you have a team that obviously isn't ready to make a change. And, And I think they viewed it as him winning 12 games in three straight seasons. And even though there's only one playoff went to show for it, they thought, you know what, we're going to run it back. And we're going to take our chance again, roll the dice here, see if we can make it work. And, and that's obviously what they decided to do here. So that is, in fact, what they decided to do. We also got a statement from the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, the man who made this decision, Ian. Uh, Amber, uh, I believe this team. I can't do that. I can't do the entire statement as Jerry. I believe this team is very close and capable of achieving our ultimate goals. And the best step forward for us will be with Mike McCarthy as our head coach. Again, this is a statement from Jerry Jones, owner GM of the Dallas Cowboys. He said, quote, there is a great benefit to continuing the team's progress under Mike's leadership as our head coach. Specifically, there are many layers of success that have occurred this season as a result of Mike's approach to leading the team both with individual players and with our team collectively. Mike has the highest regular season winning percentage of any head coach in Cowboys history, and we will dedicate ourselves in partnership with him to translating that into reaching our postseason goals. Certainly, Mike's career has demonstrated postseason success at a high level, and we have great confidence that can continue. He went on to say, further, our loss on Sunday is shared by everyone here, not just Coach McCarthy, our players, our coaches, our front office, myself. There's accountability for our results. I am accountable for our results. The lens we use to view and evaluate Coach McCarthy is holistic. While we're all disappointed with the result on Sunday and with our playoff record, I am 100% supportive of him as our head coach and ability to reach our goals, quote, end quote be easier if Jerry started just sending us recordings of the statements. It like really that, right? would. We could just like press play. That would that would do us a real solid there. Uh, I feel like we should have that technology in Translation, 2024. Uh, uh, I don't want to pay him no more money and bring in another coach and pay that guy too. <laughs> right. And well, and that's the truth of what position Jerry would be in. Instead, Mike McCarthy enters the final year as his seal. He enters an expiring contract. I got paid If you decide... If you decide to move on from Mike McCarthy next offseason, it does save you some money doing it that way, right? He and doesn't then care about money. If you, if you weren't, invi- if you weren't uh, interested in the coaching candidates that were out there, if you didn't want maybe you don't feel like a Bill Belichick's of the world are, are going to fit well with you, uh, the Jerry Joneses of the world, then you don't necessarily care about cashing in on this coaching cycle. And so I guess Jerry feels like Mike McCarthy He gets another shot here. It'll be interesting to see if that other shot comes, though, with a new extension. Triple Eight, say ESPN. Lindsay is calling us from North Carolina. Hey, Lindsay, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Amber, Ian, why? Why? There got to be some blackmail pictures somewhere 
that he's holding over Jerry's head. Why? What in the world is going on? They need to change the culture. Changing the culture was getting rid of Mike McCarthy. He's not doggone the type of coach that has the team accountable. He can't be his own team. I've been a Cowboys fan since 1977. I'll be 56 this year. I am tired of having Green Bay and San Francisco having our number. Mike McCarthy is not it until we can get some people that's going want to win, bring some dogs in there, bring some run stoppers in there. Hey, bring Derrick Henry. We need a power running back. Until all that falls into place, I'm just tired, y'all. I appreciate y'all letting me in. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for the call, Lindsay. It doesn't help when he brought up Green Bay there, that Green Bay appears to be the greatest franchise ever at evaluating quarterback talent. That doesn't help. <laughs> no, and, and think about Green Bay in AT&T Stadium in playoff history. Aaron Rodgers hits that remarkable fourth down pass up the left boundary with about five seconds to go, which leads to the game-winning field goal, 34-31. That wasn't on Dak. That wasn't on coaching, right? That was just the other team what beating you. you. D- what are you doing to Dallas fans right now? Uh, <laughs> I mean, porn star Jimmy coming in with the Niners three years ago, right? Clock mismanagement. That was on coaching. Brock Purdy in the Niners last year. Jordan Love, his first playoff start ever. Youngest team in the postseason. Comes in and just pulls your pants down and gives you a spanking. And you keep the head coach. And I'm again, I want to make this clear. I'm happy for Mike McCarthy. I'm happy for his family and every coach on that staff because they don't have to call the moving trucks. Right, I mean, I'm thrilled for him. I'm just, and the only reason that I sound like I might not be is because it's more about Jerry and Jerry's reaction at, at going back to training camp. This was the year, and that roster was built to survive and advance in the playoffs. And then you go fast forward to you have home field. You are the two seed. You did win the division. You had won 16 straight. It was set up perfectly for you to make a run in an AFC, NFC championship game. And then that happened on Sunday afternoon. And the, the way Jerry sounded after that game where he said, quote, I can't comprehend what I just saw. That was why I thought McCarthy was going to be shown the door. And that's why I'm very surprised tonight. Butch has been hanging on for us from Illinois. Hey, Butch, go ahead. Hey, good evening, guys. Love the show. You know, I've been a cheesehead my entire life. I'm 65 years old, Packer fan through and through. But my, my problem with McCarthy was when he was in Green Bay is looking at the individuals that he brought in as some of the coaches and the dismal defenses we had and wasting some of the Aaron Rodgers years. You know, I mean, the ex-University of Illinois coach, where I'm right here in that town, he brought Zook in to be his special teams coach when Illinois consistently had the worst special teams in the entire Big Ten. So, you know, you always talk about coaching trees and the Belichick tree and one thing and another. It'd be interesting to see how many coaches under McCarthy have moved on to become head coaches or even got jobs again as defensive coordinators or offensive coordinators. Well, I can look that up for you, uh, but – Again, going back to McCarthy and, and his Green Bay days, you know, clock management was an issue with Packer fans and, and Mike McCarthy. And it was three years ago in, in the playoffs uh, against San Francisco when the Niners came in and beat 
uh, you know, Dallas again at AT and T Stadium. So, I, I I'm just I can't emphasize this enough. And, and my reaction is Jerry, his expectations for this year, and then how it ended. Amber, how many times have we heard from either former Cowboy players like Marcus Spears to analysts that are that are dialed in across the league that it was a for Jerry Jones this year. It was about how the team finished the season as to whether Mike McCarthy was going to be back for another run. And we saw how it ended. And now Mike McCarthy is still back. And again, thrilled for Mike. But man, I, I just, because J, because it's Jerry and the way he typically does react. And I, I disagree with one thing that Schefter said. Jerry does not make rash to emotional decisions. If he was going to keep McCarthy, that would have been the early decision. If he was going to, if he was going to get rid of him, that would have been a longer process, just having been around this team uh, and covering it back in the day. So for him to make this decision to keep him three days removed uh, and everything I just mentioned about the expectations and the way it ended, that's why I'm surprised Jerry came to this decision tonight. I also disagreed with Shefty uh, when he said that, but he certainly is more, far more plugged in um, than I could ever be with these sorts of things. I was surprised to hear him say it, I should say, more than I disagreed with him. I I thought that either way, whether Jared was going to fire Mike McCarthy or retain him, either way, we weren't going to get that decision in a knee-jerk sort of reaction. And I don't think we did. Frankly, if he was hiring somebody else, I think it would have taken even longer for us to have gotten to the decision, but we did not. It was not a knee-jerk decision. It was not an emotional decision. Uh, We are days removed, and he has decided that Mike McCarthy will still be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Tune in to NBA action tomorrow as the Timberwolves host host the Grizzlies. That is presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Thursday night, right here on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to it on the ESPN app. Coming up next, we will stick with your phone calls because you are blowing up the phone line. We love when you chime into the conversation. Not much positivity so far on the phone line, uh, but well, we're here for you. Niners fans, there is. Cowboys fans. <laughs> well, that's that's true. We did get that call. 888-729-3776. More calls next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Breaking news, Mike McCarthy remaining in Dallas. I think they viewed it as him winning 12 games in three straight seasons. And even though there's only one playoff win to show for it, they thought, you know what, we're going to run it back, see if we can make it work. That was the voice of Adam Schefter. He broke the news that Mike McCarthy is being retained. 
as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He broke that news over an hour ago. He immediately came on, Amber and Ian, because, of course, we're of the utmost importance. So he came on. He was kind enough to give us some time. If you missed Adam Schefter on Amber and Ian or anything else, you can check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons here with you. Grizzlies at T-Wolves is tomorrow night here on ESPN Radio. Coverage of that game is headed your way at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, so a little bit of an early night tomorrow night for us here on Amber and Ian. But not tonight. Tonight we are here for you to take your phone calls. Triple eight, say ESPN. There's been lots of venting on the phone line. David is calling us from Texas. Hey, David, how you feeling? I'm okay. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm good, but oh. I'm more concerned oh. about how you're feeling in Texas right now with Mike McCarthy as your coach. Well, I think Jerry absolutely made a terrible decision retaining uh, Mike McCarthy. He's destroyed all of the uh, all of the games that we lost. His time management, lack of planning, getting the coaches prepared, getting the players prepared to win games is dismal. Uh, every game we've lost, we've lost the same way, the, the, the exact same way with someone running it down our throat, taking Mike, Michael Parsons out the game, and the defenses know our plays. And those two interceptions that Dak threw, those guys ran the routes for our guys. So they absolutely knew our plays. The last thing I want to say is that with the Cowboys being the number one franchise in the world, in the country, why is it that we have a above top 10 ranked coach coaching those guys. Now listen. Well, part of that is because Jerry continues to want to be the face of the franchise. And when you think of Dallas Cowboys, right, when it comes to anybody that's not a player, do you think of Mike McCarthy first? Do you think of Jerry Jones first? Do you think of Jason Garrett first or Jerry Jones? Wade Phillips or Jerry Jones? The one time in his coaching career, uh, since since he ran off Jimmy Johnson, because all Jerry Jerry wants credit for delivering another Lombardi, the Jimster got all the credit, and that's why they separated. It was pure ego, and he's been trying to. Then he bring in Barry Switzer, who was a figurehead. I mean, you talk to any of those Dynasty Cowboy players from Nate Newton to Troy to on down the line, any one of them, they will tell you if Jimmy were still the coach, they they they'd still be winning Super Bowls. But he brought in Barry Switzer as a figurehead, managed them to another one, and then in 96, and that was it. They haven't sniffed an NFC Championship game since because Jerry wanted to be the face, and Jerry wants credit. And the only time that he wasn't the face is when he hired Bill Parcells. And the only reason he hired Bill Parcells was to get that mausoleum and, and to himself, that 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 ode to himself, look what the worship at my feet and, and my palace to get that built so that taxpayers would build it for him in Arlington, Texas. That's the only reason he hired Bill Parcells. And then how long did that last? Not long. Once the stadium was done, Bill, he gone, and then Jerry became the face again. That it, and again, he wants credit, and he wants nothing. He would take an 8-9 and nine regular season, backdoor into the playoffs, and make a run in the postseason, win that Lombardi, and ride off into the sunset if he got credit. And that, that's, that's what the man wants, to be the face of the Cowboys, his team, his brand, and to get credit for another Lombardi. And I think I really do believe, Amber, that's part of the reason why he kept Mike McCarthy. 
listen, you're down there in Texas. Your wife's a Dallas Cowboys fan, so you're closer to this situation than me. From the outside looking in for me, I'm not going to ever insult an owner for building its fans a fancy amazing stadium like there are worse things owners can do right I'm not going to insult an owner frankly even for wanting to be part of the team they're not the actual team in terms of personnel but wanting to put himself as part of the face of the franchise if I owned something that was worth billions of dollars you better believe I would probably want to you know be on camera occasionally and dock it into a mic heck I do it for a whole lot less money than that right now Ian Fitzsimmons so if I owned a team I can only imagine uh what I'd be wanting to do in that regard now relinquishing the control of the actual personnel decisions that's a whole different conversation that we can have and he has done some of that over the years now as he is aged but maybe not as much as Cowboys fans would have hoped triple eight say ESPN that's how you call us go ahead Ian I wasn't insulting Jerry. I'm just telling you a fact as to why he hired Bill Parcells. That's a stone cold fact. And and he got the stadium built. Parcells jettisoned. He leaves. And also because Jerry saddled him with Terrell Owens. Parcells didn't want T.O. He never referred to Terrell Owens as by his name. He always called him the player. When he was ever ever posed a question about T.O., Parcells always said the player you're talking about, the player you're asking about. He didn't want him, but Jerry put him on the team because T.O. was a remarkable talent. Obviously, he's in Canton, but Parcells didn't want that big personality, that diva wideout. I mean, and that's that, that's meddling Jerry. To your point, and you are correct, Jerry has, has does not – he's turned over a lot of the football decisions to Will McClay and Stephen Jones. But again, it's a first-round exit in, in remarkably embarrassing fashion, and – when he said, I can't comprehend what I just saw in that post-game scrum, that's why I firmly believed he was going to part ways with McCarthy. I'm thrilled for Mike. I'm thrilled, thrilled for those assistant coaches that they're staying. I'm just shocked that Jerry actually made that decision. What happens, though, in these conversations, because, of course, Cowboys fans are frustrated with the lack of actual championships, and I understand that. But as an owner, the owner's job is not just to win Super Bowls, right? There's other things to it. And as an owner, you could argue Jerry Jones has actually been pretty much a hell of a one. Now, again, the personnel decisions aside, but there are worse things, of course, I think, that owners can do. So I do tend to defend Jerry Jones when it comes to owners because we have seen far worse owners in sports, like owners that are not willing to spend any money, for example, on their teams or run their teams out of, out of cities or create horrible fan experiences to try to get their teams out of cities like we've seen with the Oakland A's lately. I digress. Triple H, say ESPN. Ben has been hanging on for a long time. Ben's calling us from Tennessee. What do you have for us, Ben? How are you guys doing tonight? We're great, Ben. How about you? Go ahead. I'm doing well. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I've been a Green Bay Packers fan for a while. And my family, my grandfather's from Wisconsin. And I just want to – I was nervous about Jordan Love coming in after Aaron Rodgers, one of the best Super Bowl winning quarterbacks of all time. And Jordan Love – already, to me, is better than Dak Prescott, and he's done what he's done with a whole lot less of a team around him on the offensive side of the ball. And hot take, but Jordan Love is better than Dak Prescott, and he has a higher ceiling of talent. Thanks for the call, Ben. Uh, I would say the body of work is still very small, although Jordan Love appears in the second half of the season 
to have had a hell of a season. Uh, and it's remarkable that they can find the guy after the guy after the guy. Ian, I'm not taking anything away from Jordan Love, but man, have we seen a lot more of Dak than Jordan. That's just, to me, not a fair fight right now. Yeah, I mean, the body of work is, you're talking about a remarkably small sample size. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, we just cannot fully, I mean, Dak has been through so much uh, and, and been scrutinized so much more over so more years right now. It's not a fair comparison and the expectations on the shoulders of Dak right now, it ain't a fair fight. Of course, one more playoff win for Jordan Love and he ties Dak as far as total uh, playoff go. wins. Here we go. And he may end up being the better quarterback. I don't know. I mean, we are also insulting Dak on a season where, again, he was in the MVP conversation the entire season and had a hell of a season. So it's a weird season to be insulting Dak. It it came down to one game. But to pull the body of work and say, oh, no, 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 Jordan Love's definitely better. Like, I don't don't know that. But that's more about Jordan Love than it is even about Dak because – Although Jordan Love looks like the future there in Green Bay, and like kudos to that franchise for somehow always hitting on the guy, we don't know enough. Uh, it, you can't you can't decipher it comparing to the guy who we have seen with the entire expectations of the world on his shoulders, season after season after season. And Dak Prescott, we will know more throughout Jordan Love's career, and maybe en- he ends up being the better quarterback, but it is way too soon to tell. Certainly that team got the better of the Dallas Cowboys, though, when it comes to this postseason. We're going to continue to get better here on Amber and Ian because your phone calls are helping us do that. Triple Eight, say ESPN. We will continue to get to your phone calls next. This is ESPN Radio. You can also always listen to it on the ESPN. ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Huge breaking news that Mike McCarthy is the Dallas Cowboys head coach as we head into next season. Jerry Jones is not making a change. That news has rocked us. Ian Fitzsimmons, Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons here with you on Amber and Ian. Amber and Ian presented by Progressive Insurance, particularly you. You were very surprised as a Dallas resident by this news. Yeah, and for anybody just tuning in, the reason I'm so surprised is you go back to training camp out in Oxnard, California, where the strawberry fields will wake you up in the morning. Trust me, and it's not because of the smell of strawberries. It's that stuff they get to make the strawberries grow. That manua, I mean, it, it just firm. I mean, it's, whoo, it'll drop a donkey at 40 I don't yards. Think I, I, don't, I don't think I needed to, like, I yeah, don't know well, if I needed so. that. Is that. That's not really a visual per se, but and, whatever the version of that a, is for it's scent. A scent. I, yeah. I don't know if I need I, to think about that. I like strawberries. And when you go out, uh, anytime I say Oxnard, California, that is the first thing that comes to mind having covered the cowboy training camps there for many, many years. So trust me, when you ever go, the strawberry fields, they'll wake you up in the morning. I promise you. And then you head to the rudder room and kick back and enjoy. Anyway, you go back to Jerry Jones at training camp out in Oxnard, and it, he sounded supremely confident. And you could tell that he truly believed, along and, and rightly so, that this was a team that was built to make a deep playoff run. And you end up as a two seed. You win the division. 
you are 16-0 and at home in your last 16 games. You're a touchdown favorite against a quarterback starting in his first postseason game, even though he's been red hot since week nine, right? But 18 touchdowns to one pick, youngest team in the postseason, and you get destroyed, embarrassed. Your pants were pulled down, and your mama gave you a spanking. I mean, that's exactly what happened at AT AT&T Stadium at Jerry World. And then after the game, he's talking about how he can't comprehend what he just saw. That's why, because of what the expectations were, how it laid out perfectly for the Cowboys to make a run, and it ended that way, coupled with, you know, all right, you beat Tampa Bay last year. That was a bad Tampa team, right? But then you get bouncing division around. The previous year, you're one and done. And poor clock management against uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners three years ago. But the expectations this year to the way it finished, that's why I am shocked that Jerry Jones made the decision to keep Mike McCarthy. I'm thrilled for Mike McCarthy. I'm thrilled for that staff. I'm just surprised that he did it because of everything I just laid out. I am shocked because Jerry Jones canceled his radio appearances. And when he started canceling media appearances, I thought Mike McCarthy's done because I've never known Jerry to shy away from a microphone. And I thought that would be the only reason if he was making a big decision and he wanted some privacy while he made that decision. Well, I guess he did make a big decision, but the decision was just to retain Mike McCarthy into the final year of his deal. Triple H say ESPN. Mo has been hanging on for us from Texas. Hey Mo, you're in Texas. What's your reaction? Yes. I appreciate the call. I appreciate y'all taking it, but I, you know, um, since we we speaking on this, I, I would like for y'all to kind of like, especially for Ian. I will, um, from a, a coach's point of view. Now, I coach uh, pee wee football. I coach high school football. So, from a coach's point of view, I wanted y'all to kind of uh, reiterate on uh, what we're going through. Now, we can have two a days, three a days, and we draw plays, and the players are supposed to execute the plays like they are drawn up and how they do it in practice. Okay. So if these players aren't living up to their expectations and knowing that they know the playbook, if they're not playing the plays like they're going to be like they're drawn up, then we have a problem. So everybody's putting the blame on the coaches. The coaches are just the ones that are getting you better and executing the plays so that you can win a game. Now, whether they ran right or they ran wrong, now when you run them wrong, this is what happens. Well, Mo, we have talked about for three days how this was a total team debacle for the Dallas Cowboys. And Dak had his worst game of the year on the biggest stage of the year. And not just Dak, but that defense also. And Dan Quinn, by the way, kept two high safeties when Aaron Jones was running it down your throat. He never adjusted. So it's not just on the offensive side, which is Mike McCarthy's, but the defense as well. Hell, in, in, in special teams, you're doinking extra points off the upright. It was a total team collapse, Mo. Yes, sir. But you can't fire fifty-three guys. Yes, sir. You can't. You cannot do that. Yes, and sir. The, it, I, that's that's the point I'm trying to make to you, y'all. Are, everybody's we've talked about, about it. The coaches. It's not the coaches. I understand that, but it, it starts at it, it starts from the bottom and it works your way to the top. There's other people. You got Dan Quinn. Everybody else. You got quarterback coaches. You got defensive coaches. You got strong safety coaches. You got different coaches. It, I understand, but being that you're the head coach, everybody's pointing the finger at the head coach, and it's the players. I understand we can't fire everybody, but it's the one 
comes down to the one that you are t- – uh, it's the offense that you are telling to run this team, which is Dak Prescott. He needs to go. I'm not a Cowboy fan. Even though I live here and, God willing, people can laugh at me if they want to, I'm a Bronco fan, and I will be a Bronco fan until the wheels fall off so everybody can have their laugh about it. But I'm just – it makes me cringe every time someone says – Cowboys and it's America's team. I don't know where that came from. I just wanted to make sure I expressed that. But I, I don't hate the Cowboys. I just don't. I don't like to hear all the conversation about it all the time. Mo, thanks for the call. Uh, I appreciate you. A, a couple things here. When it comes to the Dak Prescott portion of this conversation, it's harder. The truth is to replace good or great quarterbacks, whatever you think of Dak. I don't think anybody thinks, especially coming off the season, that he's a terrible quarterback, right? Even though in no, a he, game, he certainly anywhere. had a terrible game. But it's harder to find good quarterbacks in the National Football League than, frankly, coaches, right? Coaches feel a bit more expendable in that regard. Also, Mo kept mentioning all the other coordinators and all the other position coaches and whatnot. Yes, of course, it's a whole staff. And we have seen Mike McCarthy cha- make changes to that staff in the offseason. It will be interesting to see if Mike McCarthy makes a big change to that sap, but let's not forget he ran Kellen Moore out of town and took over the play calling himself, right? He took over the offense that's himself. He wanted more of that control. And so it was going to come on his shoulders now more than ever this season, because Mike McCarthy asked for that responsibility. He was going to go down with the ship. He was going to make sure he was the captain of it. And by the way, ship went down. Apparently Mike McCarthy didn't. Great point and reminder on Kellen Moore because Mike McCarthy knew this was a prove it year and if he was going to get blown up at the end of the year he was going out with his boots on and running his offense so that is a great reminder as to Kellen Moore being jettisoned Mike McCarthy taking over play calling duties and through the regular season nine out of ten games they shined look Dak Prescott for any quarterback who started at least 16 games this year Dak had the highest completion percentage at 69, near 70%, of, of, you know, completed nearly 70% of his passes. He completed more passes than any other quarterback in the NFL, threw for more touchdowns than any other quarterback in the NFL, and what was, I think, third in passing yards in the NFL. Yet, when you had to have it in the postseason, he stunk. The team stunk. Right. And therefore, in one game. Yeah, and but that that's that's all that mattered when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys and the expectations going back to training camp. And then when you lose like that, and Jerry's reaction, again, that's why I'm surprised that he brought back Mike McCarthy. Can't emphasize it enough. Thrilled for Mike McCarthy to be able to run it back. And I'm, I'm, look, Dak's going to be thrilled because he doesn't have to learn a new system and approve it year. So that's another right. part of this thing, but... Man, again, it's it's one of those it's one of those moments with Jerry where you, you when you think he's going to zig, he zags, and that kind of sums up Jerry Jones. And, and maybe that connection there that you just said with Dak being an approve it year because he's going into the final year of a deal his deal unless Jerry hands him an extension, which would be pretty reasonable, frankly, just to even restructure that final deal deal because of the cap hit, even if it was a short extension. Nevertheless, he's going into the final year of his deal. McCarthy's going into the final year of his deal. Maybe Jerry Jones is thinking, hey, these two guys are linked. I'm going to give them one more chance together, and they're both gone. Everyone's gone if it doesn't work. Perhaps that's what Jerry Jones is thinking. I don't know, 
What I do know is it's very hard to find quarterbacks in the National Football League that can come anywhere near those stats yep. that Dak achieved this regular season. So if I was an owner, I would think twice before I moved on, frankly, from Dak Prescott. Triple Eight say ESPN. Harry is calling us from OKC. You've got the floor, Harry. What's up, guys? How are y'all? What's up, guys? How are y'all doing? Oh well. We're good. Go ahead. I, I, I love the Mike McCarthy. I love the Mike McCarthy play. I really do. Um, I'm kind of shocked at the way that it happened with the Michigan Harbaugh, with the opportunity, opportunity, circle that word, opportunity, to bring either Nick Saban out of retirement or to the opportunity to bring Bill Belichick into Dallas. With all that being said, I am very, very happy with the decision to keep to keep him. And I think that the NFL should be, because you talked about it in, that one, in, in last year's playoff win, Remind me, Ian, who was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that game? Yeah, it was it was Tom Brady as a shell of himself. It was bit. Tom Brady. The Dallas I, Cowboys, not I, Tom Brady out of the playoffs. Dude, hold on a minute. Tom Brady had the worst offensive line he's ever had in his life. Absolutely no running game. Leonard Fournette on a flat tire, and you're gonna you're gonna chalk that up as a feather in your cap? Are you kidding me? Come on, bro. Come on, get out. And Nick Saban, opportunity to bring Nick Saban back to the NFL. You have a, 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 I, I tell you like I like that conversation. I know you dismissed it right when he said it because oh, I saw the look yes. on your face. I, I Nick Saban was very clear he's retiring from college football. Ain't no way. I he's mean, wanted look. to do the NFL thing before. Listen, as a Dolphins fan, I don't recommend it, but he's wanted to do it before. I mean, we're it, still angry at him with how he left that. There's a better chance that three supermodels walk in my front door and say, "Hey, you want to go out tonight?" than Nick Saban coming to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Well, that might be true. That portion of it might be true uh, for for numerous reasons. That analogy. Triple H, say ESPN. We will continue to rock with your phone calls. All the reaction to Mike McCarthy. He is remaining as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Lots of reaction tonight as we got the news from Adam Schefter. Mike McCarthy is staying as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. We've been reacting to this news. If you miss anything here on Amber and Ian, check out the podcast on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can always find Ian Fitzsimmons at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well, Amber Wilson, at Amber W Sports. Triple Eight. Say ESPN, we appreciate all of you. You guys have been blowing us up tonight. We love when you all join the conversation. Thanks for your patience as well, as I know some of you have hung out on hold for a long time. Josh is calling us from Austin, Texas. He's been patient. Hey, Josh, the floor is yours. Thank you. You know, I've been listening to your show and a bunch of other shows, and it it blows me away on how all of us Cowboy fans are shocked at the result of this season (laughs) and how this thing ended against the Packers. Reality is, is that we only had two notable wins this year. One of them against the Eagles and one of them against the Lions. Well, we know what the Eagles were and the Lions, we know we lost that. Or... All right. Can't, you can't say that, but that was a good call right up until that point, Josh. Just going to need you to color within a... the lines there I wanted a little to hear bit. The uh... He was about to deliver the home run, right? I, I mean, the... I know. We don't make the rules around here. We got to dump you if you he do that. We got to dump the call. We have no choice. Like the last thing. Yeah. Yes. 
if we were the McAfee show, one day when Amber and Ian are as big as Pat McAfee is, uh, we will allow, be able to allow you. Trust me, I will be doing that all over the airwaves as well. But I ain't it yet. I ain't McAfee Same. yet. Got to work my way up. Uh, none of us are. I got to work our way up there. So right now we got to dump you. But yes, to his point, Ian, I think the point he was trying to make is that they hadn't beat good teams, that it was a little bit of a fool's gold there, that 12-win that record that we saw from them. I ain't going to do that to the Dallas Cowboys because I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and I was tired of that narrative about us all season long. <laughs> I'm just so disappointed he couldn't deliver the end right there. I mean, I really wanted to hear it, but oh well. I Speaking thought. of the Dolphins, though. Um... No. Not, not yet. Not yet. Can we get, we get one more? Yeah, let's, let's get one more. Then, then, then we'll get into a wager. Yeah. But yeah. Hold, no, hold no, on no, there, coach. No, hold no, on. No, no, no. Uh, Triple H's AES band. We're busy over here. Uh, Mark is calling us from New Mexico. Thanks for the call, Mark. The floor is yours. Thanks, you guys, for accepting my call. Um, I just wanted to say tonight, um, as a diehard Cowboy fan since 1989, um, I understand the move that Jerry made. I'm actually happy with it. Um, watched the game with a buddy of mine, and at the end of it, he was just completely fed up as a Cowboy fan. Um, but I told him, I think what, what's going to end up happening is this next year is going to be for Dak and McCarthy to prove it. Um, and if the same thing happens, house is getting cleaned out completely. Um, Quinn, on the other hand, I expect him to take a head coaching job somewhere else. Um, so that's what I expected out of that. Um, when the news hit today, my buddy called me furious, telling me, you know, he's just done as a Cowboy fan because he seems, or it seems like Jerry just isn't into wanting to win a Super Bowl the way he says he does. But I believe the complete opposite. And being a Cowboy fan for so long, I believe that this is the first time in a long time I've seen Jerry make a really good stout decision on what needs to happen um, in the future. I mean, just one more year, what is it going to be? You know, because um, Dak learning a new system um, can be blamed on a new head coach or a new HC. So I think he's just going to let them run it back and see what happens from there. Well, and, and arguably, you know, Dak already was under those changes, obviously, with the departure of Kellen Moore and going to Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling there, Ian. And if you're Jerry Jones, you're looking at it and seeing that Dak – had an excellent season overall. Again, the playoffs notwithstanding, uh, a playoff game. But otherwise, the body of work, I mean, Ian rattled off the statistics earlier. They're pretty inarguable. One of the best quarterbacks in the league all season long and a quarterback that was squarely in the MVP conversation for most of the season. So do you want to go ahead and switch everything on him now or do you want to see how it plays out, I guess, one more season with Mike McCarthy on an expiring deal and, and perhaps Dak Prescott on an expiring deal as well if you don't offer extensions? Yeah, look, I mean, he completed nearly 70% of his passes. And for anybody who started at least 16 games, I was number one as far right. as completion percentage. He led the league in touchdown passes. He he was top three in yards, you know, passing. I mean, you know, he had the most completions of any quarterback in the league in the regular season. The problem is he stunk when he got to the postseason, and that's all that matters. I mean, right now, where Jerry is – and when, as far as his mental makeup, he wants that next Lombardi. He hasn't come close to it, hadn't sniffed it since 1996. I mean, they've if had eight one and done. 
he's he doesn't want it so bad that he's willing to uh, to make yeah, changes or which, either that or he believes that mike mccarthy and dak prescott is the pairing to get him that and, and that's why i can't emphasize this enough thrilled for mike mccarthy staying and, and, and being able to run it back but it's the tone that jerry set in in at training camp to his reaction of i can't comprehend what i just saw after that debacle on sunday afternoon in his palace that's why i'm, I'm surprised that he decided to bring mike mccarthy back all right, let's get one more in here quick. Ben is calling us from Arizona. Ben, give me about 30 seconds. What do you got? Hey, so just real quick, I'm going to piggyback off of what – oh, thanks for my call, by the way. But anyways, I'm going to piggyback off what that guy Josh was saying earlier who got disconnected, unfortunately. Honestly, they haven't won any meaningful games, and we could talk about all of Dak's stats as long as we want. But the fact is, I mean, you could put up as many stats as you want against the Commanders and the Giants and yada, 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 but Dak's not going to bring you anything. He's going to put you in Kirk Cousins' purgatory, and you're not going to win anything for the entirety of the of his career there. You have to move on from him, or you can just keep moving along with Dak and stay, you know getting those you know stats as good as possible for him. But you won't bring any Lombardi home with Dak. I mean, I and, and thanks for the call. I mean, I did just see Jared Goff win a playoff game and Baker Mayfield win a playoff game, right? And everyone's out on Dak. Prescott, a guy who's been squarely in the MVP conversation. And that, it just seems strange to me. We've seen quarterbacks with far lesser resumes that have huge resurgences of their careers when they end up other places. Ian, people give up on that position really quickly in the NFL. But also, who are you getting to replace Dak? That's the kicker right there. I like Dak's not going anywhere. You know, one, he's, he's got a no trade clause in his contract. You can't franchise tag him if he plays out his contract. That's also in his contract. So if he finishes 2024 on the final year of his current massive deal, and you you can't franchise tag him. He he had that written in, which was brilliant. So he's on a lame duck year, last year of a contract. Mike McCarthy's on his last year of his contract. I'm fascinated to see what happens. And oh, by the way, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Dallas time at the Star in Frisco, that spaceship, state-of-the-art practice facility that Jerry built. Mike McCarthy, his annual end-of-year presser to my 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow morning. Can't wait to hear how that goes. Yeah, we will all be tuned into that. Thank you for mentioning that. I mean, what do you do if you do have some sort of succession plan in the future? Like, everybody always wants to get rid of the guy. Okay, but who, where are you going? Where are you going? You're not, you don't have a top three pick in this draft. <laughs> you know, you're too good. Where are you going to get the next? Caleb Williams is not walking into your franchise, nope. Dallas. Where are you, you going that's going to be better than Dak? Where are you going with your uh, avatar for Twitter or Instagram? I'm trying to ignore that. I'm trying to ignore that conversation. I'm trying to leave James as little time as possible ah. so he can't even get to it. James, well, who, we got? Out, what, who was the winner? Who was you the winner? Because you don't get the dolphin frauds uh, Photoshop yes. that Jerry made, unfortunately. So it looks like it's going to be Andy Reid's mustache. Son of a. So I'm going to have Sad. to change my Twitter profile picture, my <laughs> ex profile picture. To Andy Reid's mustache week. because my Miami Dolphins lost to James Steele's Kansas City Chiefs for one week. It will be Reid's glorious frozen mustache, also glorious game night coming up next.